You are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today on Locked On Big Ten is a twofer Thursday episode, but not a traditional twofer in the way we have done it in the past. It's a twofer because it's back-to-back episodes of Dustin Schutte, the managing editor of Saturday Tradition. So hello, everybody, and welcome to the Locked On Big Ten podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ben Stevens. It is Thursday, May 20th, and today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rock Auto. Visit rockauto.com and tell them the Locked On Podcast Network sent you the jingle to start off a two for thursday as we continue our fascinating discussion with dustin shooty the managing editor of saturday tradition we talked heisman candidates from the big 10 conference for the 2021 college football season yesterday on today's show some breakout stars and some names you need to highlight as we approach the 2021 big 10 football season a great look on an individual basis a player-centric basis across the big 10 conference and we are speaking with Dustin Schutte, the managing editor of Saturday Tradition, that you also highlighted some players just within the Big Ten Conference that will be making headlines and will be making highlight plays this upcoming year in 2021. Maybe not a Heisman candidate, but will be names that are staples of this conference. You wrote a list of five returning statistical leaders from 2020 that could also go after those same goals in 2021. I think one of the more fascinating ones that maybe goes a little bit under the radar with some of the skill we have at the wide receiver position in the Big Ten Conference is Purdue's David Bell, because if it's not Chris Olave, I give the nod to David Bell. And as I'm saying that, I'm like, what about Ty Freifogel? But I think David Bell is up there in terms of how productive he can be this year in the Big Ten. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy, you you look at Jeff Brom and what he's done in his years at Purdue. He is not afraid to get the ball in the hands of his best player if that means targeting him 20 times a game. And I'm not saying David Bell is going to be, they're going to look at him that frequently this season, but he's a guy, I mean, Brom did everything he could to get the ball in the hands of Rondale Moore. And I think he's going to do that to some level. Now, David Bell is not nearly as versatile as Rondale Moore was. But at the same time, I, I think personally, from a receiver standpoint, he's a better receiver than Rondale Moore is as a pure receiver, as a guy who can stretch the field, as a guy who can go up over the defender, make a catch. I mean, this is a guy who I hate the corner fades inside the red zone. But if you're going to make sure you have a David Bell on your team. And I think that because he's so reliable in the end zone and because he's such a dominant player, I mean, he, he gives Iowa nightmares. That secondary. Oh, has my God. Him in two, so. Uh, he's a fascinating and fun player to watch. He's absolutely going to be an NFL caliber wide receiver, but this is a guy who averaged 104.2 yards per game receiving last season, led the big 10. He'll be over a hundred again this season. And because of how it's not, I don't necessarily think he's maybe not the best receiver because I, again, I think that's still Chris Olave and you could probably make an argument for a couple other guys, Ty Freifogel, Jahan Dotson, uh, Chris Ottman Bell. But I think that because he is so good and because Jeff Brom knows how talented he is, he's going to be targeted so frequently that he's just going to pile up the yardage and probably have a pretty good touchdown number by the end of the season, too. And Jahan Dotson, a guy that is incredibly explosive for that Penn State offense, had huge plays last year, was a bright spot in a rather sputtering offensive year for those Nittany Lions. Maybe now with the new offensive coordinator, Mike Yursich, year number three under Sean Clifford under center, if he can take those next steps 
maybe Jahan Dotson with another huge year explosively for that Penn State offense. But we've talked a lot of offense, obviously, with the Heisman conversation with some of these names that we've been highlighting on the offensive side of the ball. Who are a couple of defenders in the Big Ten Conference that you think will be highlight type players in the 2021 college football season? Yeah, I mean, I think you can make a case for a lot of different players. Uh, I think, stick with Purdue, I think George Karloftis at uh, defensive end out of Purdue, uh, he's a guy that reminds me, uh, he kind of looks like him too, a Ryan Kerrigan type. Yeah. Edge, he's able to strip sack. I know he he dealt with some injuries last season that kind of kept him on the sidelines and really hurt that Purdue defense. I think he's going to do really well under defensive new defensive line coach Mark Hagan and that new uh, Brad, Brad Lambert defensive coordinator at Purdue. I think that they'll play to his strengths, so that's a good thing. You look at Rutgers and uh, Greg Schiano. He's got um, Olakunle Fatukasi. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Um, I think it is. Who piled up over a hundred tackles? You know, we were talking about Ibrahim's numbers as a running back. He had 101 tackles last season in just nine games. I mean, a lot of that is credit because because Rutgers defense was on the field so frequently last season. But this is a guy he flies all around the place. He can get in the backfield. He's able to come up big and make stops. He's he's he can um, defend passes. You know, so he's a player to keep an eye on. I think he'll probably have a good chance to lead the Big Ten in tackles again this season. And then, how do you go without talking about a Northwestern Wildcat? So you look at linebacker Chris Bergen, who made the decision to come back for his 37th season at Northwestern. He's that prototypical Northwestern linebacker who's flying all around the field, able to force fumbles. You know, get an interception here and there, and just drive opposing fan bases crazy because you're like you look at that guy and you're like when's he going to graduate right and secondary you look back at brandon joseph who as a freshman last season had six interceptions um including a, a spectacular play in that big 10 championship game against ohio state he's a guy that and when i wrote about him potentially leading the big 10 in interceptions for a second straight season i kind of thought to myself that's a really tough feat to do because mm. Offensive coordinators are going to scheme against that. The quarterback's going to throw away from that guy. But he flies all over the field, and he's able to make up so much ground. And we talked about guys like David Bell and Chris Olave who go up and make catches over defenders. That's one defender it's really tough to get an edge on, and we saw that as a freshman. I, w I can't wait to see what this kid looks like with a full spring under his belt and a full season under his belt because I think he has the potential to be – he can be an all-American player next season in that Pat Fitzgerald defense. So uh, those are a couple big names I expect to see good things from this season. But, you know, you could go down the list. There's plenty. Jack Sawyer is another one at Ohio State defensive end who's a true freshman. Uh, my God, he already looks like one of the Boses uh, the way he played spring games. So he could be a problem. So there's just so many really good defensive players, especially on the defensive line. Um, you can't name them all, but those are some of the key guys I think will be household names by the end of the season. If it, I mean, some of them already are, but they'll definitely be household names at the end of this season. Ohio State got a lot of pub for Chris Olave coming back, but also getting Haskell Garrett back, I think, along that defensive front was huge. Having Tyreek Smith back is going to be scary. Having Zach Harrison back is going to be scary. All names that you can continue to add up for that Ohio State team that I think will present some challenges for opposing offenses this year. You bring up Brandon Joseph. That interception that he had against Justin Fields in the Big Ten Championship game, I think at the time was the best interception I saw throughout all of Big Ten football last year. Just time and place in the Reds zone and also on the stage in Lucas Oil Stadium and then the athletic feat for how he went up and made that pick 
was something to marvel at. So I think that's a great point. Olakunle Fadakasi, who I think will be an absolute demon all over the field this year. And when you think about Rutgers, at least still to this point, it's about the Shiano man and that defense being their calling card. So he's going to be a huge staple for that. You also bring up George Karloftis. I think that is a great call. If he can remain healthy, he will be a huge factor in the Big Ten West. And the best thing for him was the fact that Bob Diaco is no longer the defensive coordinator at Purdue. So that's always a great thing for any defense, especially in the Big Ten Conference, because we've seen Bob Diaco a few times now in the Big Ten, which rattles my brain. But other than that, and George playing alongside most likely his younger brother, Yanni Karloftis, who is also a defensive lineman for the Purdue Boilermaker. So as Dustin Schutte and I go through the players across the Big Ten Conference, all 14 programs, so many players on a football roster, we're highlighting those names you need to know as we get ready for this next season. So many different makes and models, right? It's kind of like the cars you need, the parts you need for your car or your truck. And you can find all of those makes and models, the parts, everything you could possibly need in one convenient place, and that is rockauto.com. The convenient self-service you get at rockauto.com is a family-run business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps motor oil and even new carpet it's like having a great defensive end match with a great wide receiver on the other side of the ball with a good person in your secondary all of that is like rockauto.com and whether it's for your classic or daily driver you can get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate and best of all the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers so when you go to rock rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on that's l-o-c-k-e-d space o-n l-o-c-k-e-d space o-n in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you here from the locked on podcast network amazing selection reliably low prices two days of dust and shooty two times for the jingle in the same episode all the parts your car will ever need rock auto rockauto.com March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Returning production in the Big Ten Conference. Guys who could lead their statistical category yet again. And some breakout names to know. All of that in a two-part conversation on two separate days with Dustin Schutte, the managing editor of Saturday Tradition. We talk about defensive linemen, of course, I think we'd be remiss to not touch on Aiden Hutchinson for the Michigan Wolverines as well, who is going to be a menace, who is going to be very productive this year, and I think will more than likely be, as I'm kind of thinking about it right now, more than likely the top defensive prospect out of the Big Ten for the 2022 NFL Draft. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm going to hit on the point that you just talked about here because I want to go back and have a little fun with this. Is there a, is Has there ever been a more awkward personality higher between Jeff Brom and Bob Diaco. Like, I just don't understand how that, how that, I mean, Purdue had to be at at a crisis situation where they just had to find somebody because I don't know how they went from Nick Holt, who was the most intense guy I've ever seen on the sideline to a guy like Bob Diaco. It was just the most bizarre sort of defensive coordinator hire considering Jeff Brom's personality and Bob Diaco's personality 
I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in some of those coaching meetings because they had to be incredibly entertaining. Okay. I'm trying to be as nice as I can and reserved as I can because I covered Bob Diaco when he was the defensive coordinator of another Big Ten team during my time in Omaha, of course, the Nebraska Cornhuskers. He worked under Mike Riley. He was an absolute weirdo. Like, that's the only way to describe it. He would hold the clip mic that you normally put on your coat or whatever. He would hold it like this. That was a super weird thing. He had all these weird sayings that he would talk about. You can feel the strain. You can feel the intensity when we're on defense. It's like, dude, nobody cares about feeling anything. You want to feel them, go tackle them and hit them in the hole. We don't need to feel the strain. It was something he relied on to try to preach of this slow process. It did not work out then. He then went through the, you know, grad assistant defensive, not grad assistant, but defensive analyst type position where he was able to kind of rebuild some of his stature and then he ends up getting a job at Purdue and I was just like Jeff what are you doing dude this guy's not the answer listen Bob Diaco had some success he was a Broyles award winner or at least top candidate during his time for that Notre Dame defense in the 2014-2015 season in college football he then of course went on to be the head football coach at UConn we all know how that went the civil conflict trophy all that good tie back in to the Big Ten Conference and Scott Frost why they went with him last year, I don't know, but it was a great decision on their part to part ways this year and to focus other areas for that defensive unit in Purdue. This is not a roast of Bob Diaco, but anytime he is brought up on this podcast, I must air it all out and how I feel about covering Bob Diaco and really what his accomplishments are in terms of being warranted in, in being a defensive coordinator in the Big Ten Conference. So, Dustin, I think as we round out this conversation that very well could span two episodes here on the Locked On Big Ten podcast. I would love some of maybe your sleeper picks of names that we aren't seeing right now, maybe a little bit under the radar that will be household names when all is said and done in the 2021 college football season. That could be a guy that we just don't know about because he doesn't play a sexy brand of football. It could be a younger freshman who hasn't really contributed yet. What are a couple of names that you might be able to point out right now that we should look forward to next year? Yeah, that's a that's a tough question because there are a lot of really good candidates in there. And some of these will probably be on that verge already. But I think Brandon Peters, you look at what he did in that Illinois spring game behind it, a much improved, might I add, looking Illinois offensive line with Brett Bielema in charge. He looked very poised. He looked like a guy who had started for three straight years. And so I think he's a player who could potentially um be on a lot of radars. We're not talking Heisman conversation, but we're talking about, hey, I'd take Brandon Peters on my team right yeah. now. The quarterback's not playing well. Uh, I think he has that capability. He just looked he looked so comfortable and looked so confident in that spring game that I, w- I really liked what I saw from him. Um, you look at a guy like running back uh, Tyler Goodson out of Iowa, who a guy, and, and even I'll, I'll throw a twofer out there for Iowa, Tyrone Tracy, wide receiver. He's a guy mm. who's very explosive in his career. Both those guys, I think, are underrated because Iowa never gets the credit it deserves. I don't think, um, you know, it's got what the eighth or ninth highest winning percentage in all of college football the last 10 years or however long it's been. Um, but behind a strong offensive line, Tyler Goodson could be a top five running back in the Big Ten. And Tyrone Tracy has the potential to, you know, we've talked wide receivers a lot on this podcast. Tyrone Tracy is a guy who could be, you know, a six, 700 yard receiver next season. I truly believe yeah. that. And, um, you look at the losses of Amir Smith-Marset, Brandon Smith, and some of the other guys they lose from that wide receiver room. He could really carve out his role as that number one guy in the passing attack. Um, a lot of that's going to depend on how Spencer Patris plays this season. So there's a couple other names. You look at Maryland, Terrence Lewis. If he's healthy, the five-star linebacker. Um, I-, I thought Maryland's defense looked a lot better than it did a season ago. So even though you lose Chance Campbell to Ole Miss, Terrence Lewis is a guy, if he's 100% ready to go, 
He could make an instant impact, and Maryland needs that kind of help on the defensive side of the ball. And then one other guy I'm going to bring up is going to be Marquis Stepp out of uh, Nebraska, the transfer in from USC. Right. Uh, Nebraska's running game has been okay in the past. I really thought it was looked really good in that spring game, and, and I made this comment too. When you do a thud scrimmage, that usually benefits the passing attack, and you don't learn much about your run game or your offensive line. But what I saw in that game is running backs were getting three to four to five yards multiple carries in a row without a defender touching them. I mean, so you're talking about just getting a hand on him. So you're talking about those guys being able to pick up eight to 12 yards on a lot of carries. So I think with the offensive line play, his experience, I think if Marquis step, I I keep saying healthy, I feel like a broken record and people are probably no kidding. If he's healthy, um, help us if he's on the sideline, but because he's battled injury issues and didn't participate much this spring, if he's a guy that gets back on track, he's another guy who could take Nebraska's run game to that next level, and they really need that to get to 6-6 six and six in a bowl game this season. So those are a few names that I'd like to throw out. I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody because there's so many great players and so many up-and-comers this season, and there's right. always two or three guys that were never – Brandon Joseph from Northwestern was a great example last year. Always a few guys that are never on the radar, but by midway through the season, you know who those guys are. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see who those guys might be this season for sure. A long way to go until we get to college football season and you can bet on game action. But there have been some week one times and dates announced. And there have been some wagers that you can start to make across the board on Bet Online for the college football season. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season until we get to college football season is now in full swing. This summer is going to be full of MLB action and they have you covered at Bet Online. All the latest news and odds and info on all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL, because playoffs are now in full swing in all your UFC and MMA action as well. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams are getting ready for their runs through the playoffs. The play-in tournament in the NBA, the Stanley Cup playoffs in the NHL. No better time than right now to not only watch some sports, enjoy some sports, but win some money making some wagers on those sports. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today, and when you go to betonline.ag to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, you can do that when you put in the promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Once again, put in the promo code Locked On to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. We finish up day number two with Dustin Schutte, talking about some players that might be under the radar at the moment, but could become household names by the time we get to the end of the 2021 Big Ten football season. There's 14 programs in the Big Ten Conference. There's 22 guys that play offense and defense on a football field at a time. Of course, there will be some people that Dustin and I have left off. So be easy on us in the replies and the comments if we didn't highlight your favorite team's player. A couple more that I will mention on maybe some of the teams that find themselves at least currently in the bottom half of the Big Ten East. I think Maryland, you touched on it on the defensive side of the ball, has a lot of talent on that offensive side of the ball, not just Talia Tungavailoa, but some of his options he has at the wide receiver position with Dante Demas, Rakeem Jarrett, the former five-star. They have a lot of explosiveness there. And I think a transfer in from the ACC, Kenneth Walker III, the running back from Wake Forest, who is now in East Lansing for Michigan State. He ran for close to 1,200 yards and 17 touchdowns in the past two seasons, which, again, goes to make what Muhammad Ibrahim did in seven games, rushing for 15 touchdowns, even that more astounding. But that's another name that I would throw into the mix of maybe names you don't know of right now in the Big Ten Conference that could be names that you see on the first and second teams in the All-Big Ten Awards by the time we get to the end of the 2021 college football season. Dustin, I had an absolute pleasure 
speaking with you and highlighting some of the best in the Big Ten Conference over these last couple of days to really look forward to this college football season. Anytime you can sit in the month of May and do a deep dive through the best conference in college football, in my humble opinion, yeah, I know about the SEC, don't get me wrong, but in my humble opinion, that that is a great time to spend in a on a day in May. So I appreciate your time. I appreciate your insight as always. And again, all of this is coming from Dustin's brain. He is the brains behind this operation today. Two wonderful articles among all of the wonderful work he does as the managing editor of Saturday Tradition, covering the Big Ten Conference with the best of them anywhere. I put that up with all my money. So Dustin, thank you very much for your time and your expertise as always, my friend. Thank you so much, Ben. It's always a lot of fun. And uh, the only disappointing thing about coming on this podcast and talking about Big Ten football is then knowing that we have to wait three months until we have actual kickoffs. So, but that time will fly by. That time will fly by, I promise you. And we'll be able to do this again soon, hopefully. It's, it's always a lot of fun. And everybody, yourself including, does a great job at the Locked On um, Network and, and Locked On Big Ten. It's, it's a must-listen-to podcast. So it's always a pleasure and always a lot of fun for me to come on here and talk with you. We did some individual stuff with you these last couple of episodes. We will do some team stuff moving forward. You also had a great article that ruffled a couple of feathers about when each Big Ten team might lose their first game in the 2021 campaign. So we'll get to that throughout the summer months. So much time until we get to the college football season. But like Dustin mentioned right there, eager to do so. Dustin Schutte, the managing editor of Saturday Tradition. Thank you very much again. Thank you, Ben. So many, many thanks to Dustin Schutte for being on this podcast. Two straight days, the managing editor over at Saturday Tradition. A lot of what we talked about over the past 48 hours were based on the work that Dustin has done and written for Saturday Tradition. So make sure you are following Tradition. They do the best work covering the Big Ten Conference with anybody out there on the entirety of the internet. And Dustin Schutte is their managing editor, their leader, their coach, all of that in one. So many thanks to him for being on this podcast two straight days. If you want news outside of the Big Ten Conference, you can get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes every single day with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. So, two straight days of Dustin focusing on players, an individual level of the Big Ten Conference. Tomorrow, we go back to a team-focused idea and what programs can make a leap up the Big Ten standings in 2021 and who might falter a little bit, miss a couple steps as we get ready for this next season. Our good friend, two shows, Connor Happer, back on the podcast tomorrow. Until we talk tomorrow, have a splendid Thursday.